Welcome to the Button to Christ Ministries podcast. Here you will find powerful messages from our ministry founder and president, Patrick Baker. You will also hear interviews and testimonies, all designed to encourage God's people to come higher in Christ Jesus and experience true power in Him. Join us every week on our prayer line every Tuesday and Friday morning at 5 a.m. and Tuesday and Friday nights at 7.30 and 9 p.m. respectively. All times are Eastern Standard Time. And now, without further ado, sit back and enjoy the Button to Christ Ministries podcast. Hello, everyone. Welcome to day seven, the last day of our seven days of breakthrough prayer work. Today, we will be looking at deliverance. And our key devotional text is taken from Psalms chapter 27, and we're going to consider verse 14. The scripture says, Wait on the Lord, be of good courage, and he shall strengthen thine heart. Wait, I say, on the Lord. Have you ever prayed for a breakthrough and saw no imminent sign of its fulfillment? Are you praying for a breakthrough right now at this very moment and feel the clouds of doubt and despair crushing your tried and tested faith? Have you reached bottom's end or are you hanging by a thread and feel like your prayers are just not being answered? We all at some point in our walk with the Lord get to such a place. So dear friends, you are not alone. A place where we have to just wait. And this waiting is not easy. Let's open the pages of sacred scripture to a remarkable encounter between the God of the universe and a man of God who had just experience his divine unrivaled power in Egypt. Moses has just witnessed God's extraordinary deliverance of the children of Israel from over 400 years. Yes, friends, 400 years of Egyptian bondage. Talking about waiting. Now they get to the Red Sea. The situation quickly changes from one of celebratory singing and sharing to one of impending gloom and despair. They are faced with mountains on either side. Pharaoh's army advancing with ferocious fury behind them and an impassable Red Sea before them. Lest you think you are the only doubter, Listen to one of the greatest leaders in God's hall of faith as he speaks to the Lord in Exodus chapter 5. And we're going to look at verses 22 and 23. And Moses returned unto the Lord and said, Lord, wherefore hast thou so evil entreated this people? Why is it that thou hast sent me? For since I came to Pharaoh to speak in thy name, he hath done evil to this people. Neither hath he 
deliver thy people at all? Couldn't God have parted that Red Sea the moment the children of Israel got to its shores? Couldn't he have deferred the army of Pharaoh from, from pursuing the children of Israel? Why this delay then? Beloved, God's operating system with man is through his promises. The way this process works is that we have a need, God makes a promise, and we come to faith. But then, there is the inevitable gap between faith and fulfillment. That place where we have to wait. It is always here that God does some of his most important and remarkable work. Now, going back to Moses' cry of despair, the Lord did not have to answer Moses. However, he knew Moses needed a reminder to bring him back to total faith and continued obedience. So in Exodus chapter 6, verses 1 to 6, God responds to Moses. Listen to what God says. Then the Lord said unto Moses, Now shalt thou see what I will do to Pharaoh. For with a strong hand shall he let them go, and with a strong hand shall he drive them out of his land. And God spake unto Moses and said unto him, I am the Lord. Verse 3 says, And I appeared unto Abraham, unto Isaac, and unto Jacob by the name of God Almighty. But by my name Jehovah was I not known to them. And I have also established my covenant with them to give them the land of Canaan, the land of their pilgrimage, wherein they were strangers. Verse 5 says, And I have also heard the groaning of the children of Israel, whom the Egyptians keep in bondage, and I have remembered my covenant. Wherefore, say unto the children of Israel, I am the Lord, and I will bring you out from under the burdens of the Egyptians, and I will read you out of their bondage, and I will redeem you with a stretched out arm and with great judgment. First of all, God reminds Moses of who he is. He says, I am the Lord. He also says, I am Jehovah, or my name is Jehovah. And he also says, he mentioned his name to Abraham and Isaac and Jacob and says, I, they know me by the name God Almighty. In other words, God was saying to Moses, do not forget who I am. I am not a man that I should lie. I am not a politician who makes promises that he cannot keep. What I say, I will do. What I promise, 
I will fulfill. Interestingly, God then revealed to Moses that he was a small player in the grand scheme of things. He reminded Moses of the promise that he made with Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob to give them the land of Canaan. God was working out a grand progressive agenda with his people. And friends, it will not stop until we stand on the sea of glass in that celestial paradise. Oh yes, friends, in that celestial paradise with the people from every tribe and every tongue and every nation as we read in Revelation chapter 5 verse 9. Yes, beloved, God is never in a hurry, but he is always on time. Just like Moses, the children of Israel, when we are, just like Moses and the children of Israel, when we are in the silent season between promise and fulfillment, we must remember that we are part of a bigger story. That is always about God's glory. We are on this journey, beloved, where God is working powerfully in our lives to manifest his glory and to make his name known. We are one link in the chain that illustrates his absolute faithfulness. God then follows with a show of his perfect compassion. He says, furthermore, I have heard their groaning. How comforting this is, friends, to know that God is not some cosmic robot, unaware of our pain and suffering, or incapable of feeling. God created compassion and is never oblivious to the cries of his children. This is powerful because we are reminded that God is touched by our groaning. God feels our hurt and understands our tears. Lastly, lest Moses thought God was not going to fulfill his word, he reminded him by a rapid fire burst of seven I will statements with bookend reminders of his sovereignty. Of course, he declared, I am the Lord. But he continues on and says, I will, the first I will, bring you out from under the Egyptians. I will, the second I will statement, deliver you from their bondage. I will also redeem you from, with an outstretched arm and with great judgment. I will take you for my people. I will be your God and you shall know that I am the Lord your God. I will bring you to the land which I swore to give to Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. I will give to you, I will give it to you for a possession. I am the Lord. Let's think about the woman with the issue of blood for 12 long years. She prayed and waited for her deliverance. She prayed and waited for her breakthrough. 
Despite the time it took, deliverance came just at the right time. What time was that, you may ask? It was at the time that her faith had reached its full maturity. That she believed if she could only touch but the hem of his garment, she would be made whole. When her faith reached that point, Jesus was already there. Hallelujah. That touch of faith was no extraordinary or no ordinary touch. It was an extraordinary touch of faith. It was a faith that was tried and tested for 12 long years. What about that demon-possessed man who dwelt among the tombs? Yes, friends, the one who were told cut himself up, was not in his right mind, overtaken by legions of demons. This man was bound by chains and fetters, but nothing could keep him. I have often wondered how long he was in this deplorable condition. How long did this man suffer? How long did this man wait for his deliverance? Despite the length of time it took in our human eyes, deliverance came at the right time for the glory of God. Beloved, have you been tormented, battered, abused, and tested by the enemy for too long now? Are you growing weary of waiting on God for your deliverance? Are you at the point of doubting his promises? or questioning his timing, do not give up, friends. Do not doubt in the darkness what God has revealed to you in the light. If he said it, he is able to bring it to pass. Just remember that we are a small part of the story. Hear the Lord saying to you this morning, I am the Lord. I will deliver you. Trust then his promise, friends, and wait on the Lord. Be of good courage, and he shall strengthen thine heart. Wait, I see, on the Lord. Let us pray. Father, we come before you in the powerful and mighty name of of your precious Son, Jesus Christ of Nazareth. We ask for forgiveness for the times that we have doubted your word, for the times we have failed to believe. Please give us that spirit of perseverance to trust the process that leads to our ultimate deliverance, which is all for your glory. When we have a need, Lord, may we claim your promises and wait on you in faith. Father, in our darkest moments, when the enemy comes in like a flood, when we find ourselves standing in the inevitable gap between faith and fulfillment, lift us up by the power of your Holy Spirit, 
to look beyond our circumstances and the enemy's lies and give us a glimpse of your glory and your unfailing love, Lord. Help us to wait on you and to be of good courage for what you have promised, Lord, you will surely bring to pass. Strengthen our hearts, Almighty Father, and give us that patience to wait for victory, to wait for our deliverance, to wait for that breakthrough that we know will come by faith. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ, we pray. Amen. Thanks for listening to the Bun to Christ Ministries podcast. We hope that you were blessed. Feel free to visit our website at buntochrist.com for more content and information. Also, feel free to contact us at buntochrist70 at gmail.com with your prayer requests or any questions you may have. May God richly bless you, and we'll see you next time.